career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? Divorce is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. Kids are gone. Now what? I'll never find love. Why can't I be like the other guys? Hey guys, gay, straight, and everything in between. It's time to get a grip. Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40 plus life. Let's get to the show with your Tell It Like It Is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick, unless you act like one first. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk. I'm your host, Rick Clemens, and I'm so glad to have you here once again. And before we dive in, just a quick reminder that if you are wanting to have some real conversations with other guys around stuff that us guys over 40 are talking about, need to talk about, or may not be talking about, please come join us. It's the first Monday of each month at 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific that we have our 40 plus Real Men Real Talk conversations. And we have everything on the docket from sex to money to careers to loving to intimacy to fear of intimacy, whatever it is that guys seem to struggle with. So come join us uh, the first Monday of each month. And again, 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific. If you want to join us, and you need some more information, go to 4040 plus men's chats, M E N S chats, C H A T S dot com, or 40, spell out the word 40, 40 plus men's chats dot com, and you can get all the information there. So, speaking of intimacy and affection, and this is not a political podcast by any stretch of the imagination, but it's come to my attention in a couple of ways that men are still struggling with intimacy. One of the ways being that recently there was a photo that's been floating around of Joe Biden showing great affection for his son Hunter and some people are throwing fits about it's gross, it's creepy, all that sort of stuff. And then I happen to have a client or two who are really struggling with their ability to figure out who they are, how they show up as men in their world whether that be in their sexuality or in their ability to be affectionate with men or women. And I felt like this would be a great opportunity to have the conversation about why is intimacy and affection between men a creepy thing? I don't find it that way. And yes, if you've listened to my podcast, you know I'm gay, but I'm not talking about the intimacy and affection between gay men. I'm talking about intimacy and affection guy to guy. I have a really good buddy of mine, met on a men's retreat. He is not gay. He's as straight as they come. And I can tell you that he and I share very intimate moments, talking, sharing, hugging each other, um, broing it up. And without him, sometimes I don't know where I'd be in my world. So why is it suddenly that a photo of a father, a father who happens to be running for president, but let's just take it to a father showing his older son affection, why is it so creepy? I feel like it's because those who find it creepy, they don't know how to deal with vulnerability. They don't know how to step into the discomfort of non-toxic masculinity. For them, there's this piece of, this is what a man's supposed to be. Nobody says this is what a man's supposed to be, except those who think this is what a man's supposed to be. You can be a man and you can show another man affection and compassion and caring and intimacy, hold their hand, hug them, and yes, even kiss them if you want. Because the guys who are capable of doing that 
are guys who are capable of doing that. They're capable of dropping all the facades of masculinity and saying, this is how I show up in the world. And I'm not knocking you if you can't do it, okay? I'm just saying, don't knock the guys who can do it. It doesn't make them any less of a man. It doesn't make them a pussy. It doesn't make them a weakling, nor does it make them a fag. And if you were to use that word with me, I would probably knock you out. But the problem is, is those who feel these ways often have that inability to be vulnerable, to be in the, the comfort of another man's presence. They have the inability to show affection because somewhere along the line, they probably weren't given that themselves. There's probably a deeper hurt within that is still hurting them that like, if I cross this line, I'm going to be called a fag, a wimp, a weakling, a guy who is not masculine, whatever all those stereotypes that show up. So before you cast the stones about a man who's capable of showing affection and being vulnerable and having some intimacy with another man outside of the realm of sex. And even if we do have sex, that's between guys to guys who are gay. And I'm not knocking any of those men for sure, because we have normal lives. We show a vulnerability. We show that ability to have affection, all those things. But I'm just asking you before you look at that lens to realize that's your perspective of the world. And you do get to have that perspective. What you don't get to do is lob that onto somebody else. Now, I know I've just told you what you can and can't do, but I don't like leaving things in those realms. What I'd rather invite you to do is ask yourself, how secure are you as a person if this really rubs you the wrong way? What is the insecurity that this is bringing up for you? Because there's something about seeing another man giving another man affection that's making you feel very insecure. And I would invite you to go explore that. Number two, I would invite you to look at that for many men, the affection and intimacy that they extend across all their world, from their children, to their spouses, to their buddies, to their coworkers in the right way in the co-working space, is just because they're guys who are very, very, very capable of showing affection and going deep and being intimate in the right ways with individuals to say, I see you, I hear you, I know you're a human. And finally, I would just ask that as you think through this, when somebody is expressing intimacy, caring, affection, love towards another human being in a male-to-male world, it is because they are sharing intimacy, compassion, caring, love with another human being. That's it. They're just saying, I care about you. I love you. And I know not all guys are this way. Totally get it. But please be respectful to the guys who this is how they choose to show up in the world. This is their truth for them, that they are capable of saying, I love being compassionate. I love being intimate. I love sharing affection. I love stepping into the vulnerability of the non-masculine world, so to speak, to say, I care about you as another man. And when you think through that, ask yourself, who is this really about if this bugs you so much? Because honestly, guys, it is not about the person you're seeing the picture of. It is about you. Because what we see in someone else is what we see in ourselves and we are not willing to work on. And I'd love to invite you to go work on that. Because now more than ever, we need to see each other. We need to hear each other. We need to 
recognize that there are going to be differences in our planet, in our world. Otherwise, we're going to destroy ourselves. So my challenge to you this week on the 40 Plus Podcast is to ask yourself, when I see another man showing intimacy, compassion, caring, vulnerability, affection towards another man, and if that causes me a knee-jerk reaction of hate, of laughter, of wanting to call him a pussy, ask yourself, who is that really about? Go out there and make it a really great week, guys. And remember, it's up to you to step out, step up, and step into dropping your excuses, facing your fears, and unapologetically living your life as a man over 40. That's a wrap for 40 Plus. Real men, real talk. Where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 Plus Real Men, Real Talk where the conversations continue.